Hey, what's up, guys? How's everybody doing today? Hope you're kicking ass. You're listening to Daily Drives. I'm your host, Jason Cremines. Please look me up on social media. Follow me. Subscribe to uh, this podcast and share it and all that good stuff. That's all I ask. So, uh, as I said, I hope you're having a great day, man. God, what a uh, warm and muggy day here in uh, in Pinellas County, Florida. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm walking around here on my lunch break. And I have a story that I want to tell you that kind of ties in really to what I want to talk about today. Um, Because, you know, I I think I've mentioned before that we, you know, this year I'm really focusing mostly on, you know, health, whether it's mental health or physical health or even financial health. Those are really the things that that I want to talk about more than anything um, in 2019 because it's, uh, you know, it's a passion of mine and, and I think that we can help people out. If we just talk about some of the things that, uh, you know, that are, that are that some of the struggles that people go through on a daily basis, right? Because we all have struggles, right? All of us. doesn't matter if you're uh, stupid fucking rich or if you're dirt fucking poor. All of us have our own struggles, whether, you know, it, it doesn't matter. We all have struggles, right? That's my point. You get it. All right. So we'll stop talking about that. Shut up, Jason. Anyway, so here's a story I want to tell you. Um, and I want you to think about this and I want you to listen very carefully um, as we talk about what's going on in this, in this situation, in this scenario, because you've been in this situation, in this scenario, many, 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 many times throughout your life. Whether you're seven years old listening to this or 70 years old listening to this, this has and will happen to you, okay? Um, my good friend Bobby, some of you might know, uh, we were kids, right? Just little kids um, hanging out at the Athens City Pool, okay? And... Uh, you know, you get to the point as you're, you're growing up as a kid, you know, you get to the point where you start to get a little bit brave and you want to do things um, that maybe might be a little bit scary. So um, you see people jumping off the diving board at the city pool. And if any of you have ever been to the city pool in, in Athens, uh, Athens, Ohio, then you know that they don't have like a high dive. It's not a, a, a huge diving board that's like way up in the air, right? It's, it's, uh, they have two. One is just kind of a plank, you know, so it's like three, four feet from the water. And then they have one that's a little bit higher, maybe, I don't know, six, eight, maybe 10 feet uh, from the water. So not, not very high at all. Okay. But as a little kid, right, as a little kid, you know, you're looking over at that thing, you're seeing the people that are, are uh, jumping off the, the diving board. And you're like, you know what, I'm going to go do that. That looks like a lot of fun. Right. Now think about this, you know, you get up, you get out of the pool, you, you walk over to the steps where you go to jump on on the diving board, and of course there's a, a line because everybody wants to jump off the diving board because <laughs> uh, it's fun, and and it's finally your turn. You know you're a little bit nervous because you know you know that it, it's kind of a little bit of a drop and, and there's some height there, so you might have you know you might be a little bit nervous. Um, so <laughs> you get it, it's your turn. You're next in line. You you start climbing up those steps, right, and you start to. For the very first time ever, you start to walk out onto this diving board, this plank. And, and as you start to walk out, you get a little more than halfway across. You feel it start bouncing up and down a little bit, right? Now, this is making you a little bit more nervous, okay, because there's a lack of stability there. You've been walking around on, on solid concrete foundations all this time or on the ground or whatever, and, and now you're on this thing that's uh, uh, it's kind of getting a little scary. It's a little squirrely, right? 
and you take another step out there and, and you think to yourself, okay, am I really going to do this? Am I, am I actually going to jump off this thing and go into the water? So you're, you're nervous as shit. You take one more step and you're like, no, 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 I'm not going to do it. You, you turn around and you get down, right? What happened there was you let the fear kind of take over, right? The, the, the fear kind of takes over and then, and then, and then you're like, yeah, I'm second guessing this, right? But then, you know, you get curious because you still, you got some of your friends are over there doing it now. Hey man, it's no big deal. It's a lot of fun. It's not that far a drop. Okay, let's, let's try it again. So you get up there, you're in line, you're waiting. Um, you're still nervous as shit. Maybe you're shaking a little bit. You feel this, this little, uh, like gas pocket in the pit of your stomach. Everything's just kind of like not working right or making you feel weird, right? You get up there. It's your turn. You get on that diving board. You start moving. You take a couple of steps. You, you feel that, un, that, uh, lack of stability again, and it's kind of bouncing up and down. And then you walk all the way out to the very edge and you look down into the water and your toes are literally hanging over the edge and you can see the distance between yourself and the water and you think oh my gosh that's so far down right there's such a long jump to make you know what happens if I land directly on my stomach or, or directly on my back you know what's gonna happen if um, I, I don't swim well enough to, to, to get out. How far down in the water am I going to go? Is this going to make my ears pop? Am I going to be, and you're freaking out, right? And even though you're freaking out, you got 10 people in line behind you. Come on, man, let's go. Hurry up. You got the lifeguard blowing the whistle. Are you going to jump off the board or what, kid? You know what I mean? And, and there's people just waiting and you're standing there and you're sweating and the, the board's bouncing up and down and you don't know what to do. And the next thing you know, you jump. You jump and you're terrified, absolutely terrified in the middle of the air. And as you start to descend, you get more and more scared. You turn your body because it's just a natural reaction, you know, a natural instinct to want to protect yourself. So you turn in a way that makes you land flat on your back onto the water. And now, For those of you listening, you're probably adults. You've probably been through this. You know what happens when you land like straight on your back in the water off the diving board, right? You get that smack on your back, right? It doesn't feel good. In fact, it hurts. When you're a little kid, it really freaking hurts, right? Now, when you're a little kid, it's like, oh my gosh, somebody just like, you know, ripped the skin clear off my back. All right, whether it's your back or your stomach, doesn't matter. Either way, when you land flat like that, that shit hurts, <laughs> okay? Well, you land on your back and it hurts like crazy. And you're like, oh my gosh. But you also notice that even though it hurt really bad that you landed on your back and, and it, it uh, made a loud crack and uh, you heard everybody around going, oh, even the lifeguard's like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> You all right? Do you need any help? Okay, cool. You can get out now. Somebody else wants to jump in, right? So uh, you, you realize, you know, you're, you're swimming towards the side so you can get to, uh, get to the ladder to get yourself out of the pool and maybe try this again. You know, I don't know. Uh, but you, you, as you're doing this, you're swimming and you're realizing, you know what, that really hurt my back. That really stings. Um, that's probably not how you want to land on the water, right? You learn something. 
Um, but then the other thing that you learned too was that when you did land, you didn't go as far under the water as you thought you would. You had plenty of time, plenty of air. The drop wasn't nearly as far as you thought it was going to be. At first, it felt like it was going to be an eternity. But what really ended up happening was it was like you were in the air for a second, right? Maybe two, right? You didn't, you didn't jump up and down on this diving board before hopping in. You literally just walked off the edge of it because right? you were so afraid of the heights and, and everything else. But as you're swimming to the side, getting to the ladder to get yourself out of the pool, you realize that that drop wasn't nearly as far as you thought it was. And what happened then was you said to yourself, you know what, I'm going to try this again. That hurt, but I'm going to try this again. And this time, I'm just going to walk off the edge and I'm going to point my feet straight down. I'm going to shoot into the water like a pencil, right? Like a dart, okay? So you climb out of the water and you walk back around to the diving board. The line is, is three, four, five people long. Diving board's pretty popular. So you're standing there waiting and all these thoughts are going through your mind as to the, the, the different things that you could do or the different things that could go wrong or the different things that could go right and, and all of these. So you're still having some anxiety about this, especially since your back's still freaking hurting from getting, you know, from, from landing incorrectly on the water to begin with. You're like, oh my gosh, this hurts really bad, but I got to try this one more time. The drop wasn't that bad. So you talk yourself into going onto the diving board again. You're up next, right? You step up that ladder, you start to walk across that wobbly plank, and you get to the very edge. And this time, this time when your toes are hanging over the edge of that, of that diving board, and you're looking down at the water, it doesn't seem nearly as scary as it did the first time. So this time you decide, you know what? I'm not just going to walk off the edge. I'm going to I'm going to bounce a little bit on this thing. So you start to bounce up and down a little bit like you're, like you're some kind of pro swimmer, right? You're going to go diving in and, and swimming across and swimming back and, and trying to beat somebody in a race, right? You want to look super cool. You want to look like you are a pro swimmer. You know exactly what's going on, right? But then you get a little bit of height between you and the board, and you're like, okay, that's a little scary. I don't know if I'm going to land directly on this thing or if I'm going to slide off the edge of it, scraping my back all the way down. I'm just going to jump off. So you jump off. You jump off, and while you're in the air, you remember to yourself, don't land on your back. <laughs> don't land on your stomach. That shit hurts, right? So instead, what do you do? Because you're still scared. So you want to defend yourself. You want to protect yourself. So what do you do? You tuck your knees up to your chest and you land in the water like a cannonball and it makes a huge splash and everybody's like, oh, wow, right? Now you're kind of feeling a little bit good about yourself. Now, now you're feeling like you're pretty brave. Now you're swimming over to the edge with all kinds of confidence and you're climbing up out of that ladder and the, the, the water's just pouring off you. You can feel the sun beating off your forehead and you walk around and get in line a third time. This time it didn't hurt. In fact, this time I went a little deeper in the water because I rolled myself up into a ball as opposed to, uh, you know, landing flat on my back or on my stomach. So it didn't hurt. Uh, it made a huge splash, but I was a little deeper under the water. So, you know, maybe we can try something else. Maybe this time I'm going to dive, dive in there with my feet, my feet first and just like a pencil, right? Like I thought I was going to do the first time. 
So once again, you get around there, you get to the, 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 you know, you get to the diving board, you start to climb on and you know, you get there and your toes are hanging over the edge and you say, this is no big deal. And you jump right off that dude without even thinking about it. Your feet go straight into the water. You go underwater about two or three feet. You realize it takes you a, a half a second or two seconds tops to get back to the surface where you can breathe again and you swim over to the edge. And now, now you're addicted to the diving board. Now you've got something fun to do other than just swimming around in the pool and playing with your friends. Now you got something neat to do, right? Now you're going to jump off that diving board as often as you can just because it's fun. And you used to be really, really afraid of it, but you're not anymore. So this exact thing happened to my friend Bobby when we were kids. It's exactly how it happened. Um, <laughs> exactly how it happened based on my memory of, of exactly how it happened, okay? So based upon my um, sketchy uh, memory, that's how it went down, okay? Now I want you to fast, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward here just a little bit, okay? Because Bobby was terrified his first time jumping off the diving board. He was scared his second time jumping off the diving board. His third time he wasn't nearly as afraid, but there was still a little anxiety. Fourth time, really nothing and, and then basically from that moment forward that small diving board was no longer a big deal. He was able to not just walk off the diving board but he got to the point where he was jumping as high as he could on the diving board and, and jumping in that way, right? Bounce a few times and doing, 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 bang, we're in, the, uh, we're in the water, right? He got really good at doing that, you know, and he actually decided that he was just going to start trying to go head first into the water. So he got really brave, started going head first into the water. But you know what? That wasn't enough. That wasn't enough. There's another diving board at the pool that gives you an extra five feet, we'll say, I'm, I'm guessing. That gives you an extra five feet of air. So now he wants to try this diving board. Now you got a few more steps to climb up to get to the top of this one. You walk out to the edge, toes hanging over the edge, and you look down, you're like, holy shit. That feels like a mile away. <laughs> so there's some anxiety again there. It's nervous. You know, your nerves are kind of kicking in. You're like, eh, I don't know, flight or fight response. I don't know what I'm going to do here. Fight or flight. Yeah, I'm fucking, I'm going. And you jump off and everything is just the same as it was from the small diving board, except there's a little more time between jumping off and hitting the water, right? So you learn something, okay? Uh, and then eventually he was, that was, we'll call that the high dive, <laughs> So eventually Bobby was jumping off the high dive head first, taking several big bounces first and, and diving in head first. The same kid that was absolutely terrified the first time getting on the diving board, so afraid, in fact, he ran back off the diving board the first time, right? It's like, nope, nope, I'm scared, I'm not doing this, right? But now he's jumping up and down five feet in the air off the diving board, the high dive, and diving in head first. No more fear gone. Now we're going to fast forward just a little bit more a year later, two years later, whatever it was. I don't remember the actual time frame. The Aquatic Center um, in, at Ohio University, they have a high dive, a real high dive. And I want to say that that dude's probably a good 20 feet in the air. I don't know what the actual number is. I apologize. Um, those of you who live in Southeast Ohio probably know. You've probably been there. If you haven't, you should go. Um, the Aquatic Center, if it's still even there. Anyway, my point is, 
super high dive, right? Like 20 feet in the air, maybe even more, right? Um, Bobby used to jump off that super high high dive at the aquatic center head first into the water. The same guy who ran off the, the small, short, little plank of, a, high di- of a, a diving board at the city pool is now diving head first from 20, 30, 40 feet in the air into the water. What really happened? What really happened here? Was it, was it just the education? Was it just the experience? Was it just, what is it that went, made, made Bobby go from, I am absolutely terrified to jump off of this, I'm gonna run off this little tiny board um, and go back and play in the water, to now I'm ready to jump off the highest high dive we've got in town. My point here is, guys, that when you go do anything new, when you get into a new relationship, you start a new job, when you, uh, you know, start a new hobby, whatever it is, when you have something that you're unfamiliar with that you need to engage in, um, it can be scary. It can be really scary. Um, proposing to your significant other, you know, um, asking your boss for a raise, getting a sales job. (laughs) Yeah, got to throw that one out there. Making a first phone call, introducing yourself to someone you don't know. All of these things come with fears. And these fears are manifested by our own interpretation of what is going to happen. Okay, the reason why Bobby was so afraid to jump off the little diving board his very first time is because he had a little bit of a fear of heights, right? He was afraid that he was up so high that he would hit the water and never be able to make it back out in time. You and I both know that that's an unrealistic fear, but it doesn't matter. In his mind, that, that's where his mind took him. I'm going to get hurt. Something bad is going to happen. But what did he do? He gathered up his fucking courage and he jumped off that board anyway. And then he kept going. He didn't stop there. Even though he got hurt the first time, even though he felt like he had made a mistake the first time, he tried it again and again and again until eventually he had all the confidence in the world that he needed. And that's what we're talking about right here. What changed was his confidence. That's what actually changed. Okay? And the reason why his confidence changed is because his level of experience also changed. And, and the only way that your confidence is going to change, the only way that you're going to be more confident at anything that you do is to do it. Is to, go, is to do it and to keep trying and to try it over and over again. Learn from your mistakes, adjust, and try it again. That is the only way to become 100% confident in anything. It's the only way to do it because it doesn't matter how many books you read. It doesn't matter how many seminars you go to. It doesn't matter how many motivational speakers you talk to. It doesn't matter 
how experienced your boss is, that the person that's training you is, or any of that, none of those things matter because at the end of the day, until you experience it for yourself, you cannot make your own real assessment of the situation. So, the reason I'm bringing this up, my friend Bobby, um, 41 years old, he does not have a significant other in his life, no children. Um, he's single, lives on his own, pays his bills, has nice things, does fairly well for himself, probably one of the most successful friends that I have. Uh, and some of you who know me and know Bobby are going to be like, really? <laughs> because I remember Bobby being kind of a fuck up. Yeah, well, you know, again, you can be a fuck up and still fix your shit and, and straighten everything out. Um, but now Bobby's deciding, you know, now that he's in his 40s, he's like, you know what, man, I'm, I'm getting kind of lonely. I want a companion. I want somebody to talk to. I want a good friend, a girlfriend to come over and maybe, you know, relieve some of this uh, stuff I've got built up in my scrotum. Anyway, so he's like, dude, there's this, there's this, he, he, we're talking on the phone the other day. He's like, there's this girl at work. Um, that's always, you know, sending me all these mixed signals and, and whatnot. And, and after we talked about this for a good hour and a half, I'm not even kidding. I, we were 90 minutes on the phone together. Um, after we talked about this for a while, we realized what the actual problem was. And the problem was that the girl that he's talking about, um, is sending him mixed signals because one day she's all flirty and nice and, and, and hugs and all this kind of thing. And then the next day she's like cold shoulder. And the reason why this is going on is because she wants him to ask her out. But he's not, he's not real quick on that, you know. Bobby's not one to really take an affirmative action. And, and the reason why he's, he's not able to do this is because he's afraid. He's had very few relationships in his life, very few significant relationships in his life. So he's not very experienced when it comes to asking somebody out on a date or, or the dating scene in general. This is something that's very, very foreign to him at 41 years old, right? So when we're talking on the phone the other day and I, I explained to him that it's clear to me that this girl is sending mixed emotions because she wants you to ask her out, but you're not doing it. All you're doing is saying, hey, let me know when you guys, when you want to go hang out. Like that's not asking, that's, that's not asking someone on a date. Let me know when you want to go do something. Oh, okay. Like that's not asking. That's saying that you're willing to do so. You're just not, you, like, dude, you have to take initiative. What you have to do, and this is what I told him, what you have to do is you have to decide what you want to do. Let's say he loves to go bowling. So I'm like, look, you, you set a day that you're going to go bowling. Let's say it's Wednesday night. He's off on Wednesdays. So Wednesday night you're going bowling. You find out that she's off on Wednesdays too or she's off that particular Wednesday. You go up to her. You say, hey, I'm going bowling Wednesday night over at wherever you're going bowling. Would you like to come with me? My treat. That's how you do that, right? If she says no, okay, fine. Maybe next time, right? So, and you do this two, three, maybe four times. If she tells you no the fourth time, then she's probably not interested in dating you, okay? It's just the way it is. That's probably the way it is. 
Um, might not be because she's a human being, so she has her own thoughts and her own anxieties and her own fears that we don't. I don't know anything about. I don't know this girl at all. Don't even know her name. Um, so I had to remind him, and, and this, this is why this is important. I I reminded him of the fact that it the, the diving board at the city pool was the most terrifying thing in his entire life at one point in time, and that. A few years after that, he was diving off the highest diving board in all of Athens County. And when I put it to him like that, and I explained to him that the only reason he was able to do that was because he drove through that fear and did not allow his fear to stop him from taking action, which is exactly what he's doing now. He doesn't know he's afraid that she's going to say no and he's going to look like an asshole or that he's going to look like a chump. You know what I mean? He want, he's got a certain ego about him that he wants to maintain. And, and that's fine. We all have that. But until you decide that the fear cannot stop you from doing what it is that you need to do, it's going to continue to stop you. You're going to continue to hold yourself back from the things that you could be doing, the people you could be dating, the questions you could be asking, the job you could be taking, the money you could be making, all because of fear. All because of fear. When in all reality, all you have to do is jump off the small diving board just one time. And even if it hurts, understand that if you do it again, you can make some changes so that it doesn't hurt <laughs> and you can learn. And as long as you continue to learn and evolve and keep fucking trying, the fear will go away. The fear will be there. If it is there, it will be so small that it will not be enough to stop you from doing what you need to do. We're all afraid, guys. Every single one of us, we all have fears, myself included. I'm, I'm, I'm no master uh, at, at avoiding fear. What I am a master of doing, however, is pushing through that fear and saying, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to try it anyway. I don't care how scary it is. I have taken some major risks in my life. I have lost everything. And I have, I have, I have won too though. You know what I mean? I've lost, but I've won too. And there are definitely some decisions that I've made in the past that I'm like, oh fuck, that was a bad idea. <laughs> but guess what? I don't ever have to ask myself, man, what if I would have done that? I already know because I did it. I tried it. I tried to sell Kirby's for a while. And listen, guys, I'm pretty good at sales, okay? But I tend to be best at sales when I sell something that I believe in. Um, and even though the Kirby is an amazing piece of machinery, no doubt about it, knowing that the, uh, the guy that's selling it to you paid like 400 bucks for it and he's selling it to you for 2200 you know, I, I can never really get behind that. But I tried it. I tried it for three months. I think I sold one Kirby and then we ended up going back and getting it uh, the next day or something because they rescinded which they're allowed to do since it's door-to-door -door sales You got a three-day right to requisition. So anyway, my point is that I've tried a lot of shit a lot of shit stuff that did not do any good stuff that didn't work um, I've you know, I spent 14 years of my life with somebody that I knew or going into it uh, that I wasn't going to be happy with You know, I've done I've done some pretty stupid fucking things in my life There's no question about that, but I've done some pretty fucking smart things, too and the only reason I'm able to give this advice to you is because 
I've pushed through that fear. I did not let the fear stop me from doing what I wanted to do, from doing what I thought was going to be the best thing, or I thought was going to be the right thing to do at the time, the right person to see at the time, the right thing to sell at the time. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Fear stops us from doing so much, so much, you know? Um, so I explained this to Bobby and I'm like, look, after you ask somebody out the first time, it's easier to ask them out a second time. And then the third time is even easier and the fourth time is even easier, you know? And the more you get rejected, the more you realize, yeah, it kind of stings, but it hurts less and less each time, right? And you learn many different things when you're, when you're going through this process. Again, if you're not used to dating, you're not used to the scene, you're not used to asking people out, these are things that are going, you're going to be nervous about, you're going to be anxious about, you're going to have some anxiety, you're going to have some fear, there's no question about that and that's okay. It's okay, you're human, you're allowed to be afraid. I would encourage you to even say that, like look, I'm a little nervous here, I'm not good at this thing, um, but I really... I really think that you're pretty or attractive or I really think that you're really cool or you know whatever it is the reason for you um, wanting to take this person out you know tell them and I'm a little nervous about this I don't I don't date a lot so I don't get around a lot I apologize I'd like to take you out to go bowling is that something that you'd like to do with me I, you know and if she says no yeah it's gonna sting it's gonna be like you know it's gonna be like the, the belly flop it's going to sting, okay? But it's not going to sting forever. Do you know what I mean? The sting will go away. In a matter of minutes, you know, from jumping off the diving board and landing on his back, Bobby felt fine. It stung like a motherfucker for the good first 30 seconds, but then, you know, a couple minutes later, this thing is gone, right? And it's the same thing with anything else that you do. No matter what it is, the first time you try something, because you've been afraid for so long, the first time you try something, it might sting. You might suck. It might be the worst decision you ever made. But it might be the best decision you ever made too. The main thing is that you can't let the fear stop you. Because fear is what, what, is what keeps us from being excellent in life. And most of the time, the fears are completely irrational. Think about that. Most of the time, the fears are completely irrational. We talked about, for example, Bobby jumping off the short dive the very, very first time. And he thought maybe he would drown. He wasn't going to be a strong enough swimmer to get out of the water. You know, it's like 10 feet deep, 12 feet deep, whatever it is. So he was perfectly fine. <laughs> the fear was completely unrealistic, irrational, you know, but it was still there. Whether it makes sense or not, it doesn't matter. The fear is still there. <laughs> so sometimes you just got to suck it up, you know, and try it anyway. Do it anyway. Don't be afraid because, I mean, you're going to be afraid, but don't... Just the main thing is don't let it stop you. Don't let it stop you because if you let it stop you, then it's going to stop you over and over and over again and you're going to be even more afraid than you were to begin with. So now the irrational fear is an irrational fear that's blown completely out of proportion, right? And that is really the point of today's discussion. That's really it. Um, I told Bobby, you know, ask her, see what she says, but you got to have a plan. You got to be ready to go. You know, you, ha you can't just say, hey, let's go do something. It's got to be more like, hey, I'm going to go do this. Do you want to join me? You know, and that's, that's really the best way um, if you're just getting into the dating scene to ask somebody out because you don't want to start out like, okay, let's, let's go have sex, get married, and have a bunch of kids and get a house together, right? Let's start out as friends. Let's just figure this out. Let's see if we're 
at all compatible, if we have things in common, if we can sit around and chat, if, you know, if these things are cool, then we do it again and again. And next thing you know, there's a relationship there, right? But it may go the other way too. You may go out you may be like, dude, this person is not at all who I thought they were. They are so far different than me that I'm not even interested. And that could happen, right? And, and the other side of the scale, you know, that person could feel that way about you and you maybe not feel the same way. So again, it could sting, but it's not going to last long, right? How many of you have gone like uh, on a date, it was a lousy date, um, or it was a great date, let's, let's use this, it was a great date, but the other person didn't feel the same way that you did, and they didn't really want to go out anymore after that. Did you like tuck your head under your pillow and stay there for the rest of your life? No. It stung for maybe a day. Maybe two days. I mean, hell, maybe a week. You know, maybe you really like this person, right? Um, they just said they just said no. But maybe it, maybe it's things for a week, tops. You know, after that, it's this thing's gone. This thing is gone, and now you're a little less fearful of the same thing. Now, it may cause you to have more fear of rejection, and it's okay to fear rejection as well. It's okay. It's okay. But guess what? you're going to get rejected. You're going to get rejected. I don't give a fuck how pretty you are, how hot you are, how big your fucking pecs are. Doesn't matter. You're going to get rejected. Promise you. Not everybody is going to say yes. I don't care if you're Channing Tatum. Okay. Okay. So Channing might be the exception to that rule. Um, You know, whatever. Anyway, if I was gay, I'd totally be gay for Channing. There's no doubt. Um, Uh, vape as opposed to cigarettes. Yeah. Anyway, so the, 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 the whole point that I'm trying to make here is, and I know I've kind of talked in circles here toward the end of this, but you have to look at every single one of your fears in life as that diving board. It's the short diving board for the very first time that you jumped off of, terrified to death. And you have to compare that to everything that you see today that you're afraid of. Because if you do that, and you realize that maybe there's not as much to fear as I think that there is, and you take that shot, one of these days, you're going to take a shot that you definitely will be happy that you took. That might be asking a girl out on a date who ends up being the love of your life, your soulmate, and you guys spend the rest of your lives together. It might be deciding to take a job or deciding to start your own business It could be a million different things. It can be whatever you want it to be. But no matter what, don't let the fear stop you. Don't let the fear stop you and don't let other people's fears stop you. Other people will try to stop you from doing shit all the time because they're afraid you're going to fuck up. Or they're afraid that it's not going to work for you. Or they're afraid that something bad's going to happen. Or they're afraid that you're going to get hurt. Don't let their fears control you. But more importantly... Don't let your own fears control you either. That's what I got for you today, guys. Until I talk to you again next time, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Fuck the fear. I'm out.